0: Hey guys, it's Fo. Welcome to the Girl Talk with Faux podcast where I talk faith, finances, and business. And I teach you how to dump debt, build bank, and create the life you want. Let's talk. Hello, hello, hello guys. And welcome to episode one of the Girl Talk with Faux podcast. If you guys don't know, this episode is like, Doubly momentous because it's not only the first episode, but it's also my 30th birthday. So yay! I finally made it into the coveted 30s. And to be quite honest, up until now, I always thought 30 was old. But ma'am, let me tell you, every day I realize how far from old I actually am. So, nonetheless, I'm excited that I have turned 30, and um, you know what? If you guys want to bless me, my cash app is Faux Alexander. I'm not going to stop y'all from blessing me on today. (laughs) So anyway, guys, yes, today is my 30th birthday. So I appreciate all the well wishes and happy birthday texts, calls and messages and all that stuff. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. So in honor of my birthday, today's episode is really going to be a reflection of what I've learned over these past 30 years. So I thought about doing like a 30 things that I've learned over 30 years. But honestly, I was like, who's really going to sit and listen to all of that? So instead, I'm going to share three major lessons that I've learned and have been reflecting on lately. So you can kind of think of it as a lesson per decade. But before I jump in, I did want to let you guys know that this episode is being sponsored by the Dump Your Debt Challenge. This free five-day email challenge is designed to teach you the tools and techniques necessary to start getting out of debt now. You can join the movement of women paying off over $1.4 million in debt today. Visit girltalkwithfoe.com forward slash dumpyourdebtchallenge to sign up. Okay, guys. So I didn't want to get too deep into these life lessons, but I did want to share something that I thought was valuable, fun at the same time, but could also help you on your journey. Um, I really have learned so much, especially in these last few years, but honestly, I, I couldn't possibly try to put everything on one podcast episode. So I'm going to give you three things that I've learned, and hopefully you can benefit from it, learn something from it that you can actually apply to your life. All right, so let's jump in. Lesson one. (sighs) My first lesson has been my mother was right about everything. So, you know how, like, when you're a teenager, you're all like, my parents don't know anything. Listen, listen, let me tell you, that is a lie from the pits of hell. And at 30, I realized that my mother was right about more things than I gave her credit for. Still, she's right about more things that I give her credit for. So I don't know if you want to call it wisdom, discernment, or whatever. All I know is I probably should have listened to her much sooner. And I would have saved myself headache, heartache, and some dumb decisions. So... I have to share one particular instance that I always have to remind myself of when I dare question or second guess my mom's advice. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar with uh, how I met my husband or even familiar with the fact that I am married, I'm married um, and I met my husband in college. We were um, actually more of like acquaintances, but we had a mutual friends, so to speak. Um, So just a sidebar so y'all know, (laughs) my husband was like super studious in college. He was in the Honors College, he graduated magna cum laude. Meanwhile, your girl was a social butterfly, yes. Having to retake classes, yes. I actually blogged about that one time, having to, like I failed some of my classes and had to retake them. But like I was in all these clubs, organization, president of this, on that, so Anyway, praise the Lord that I made it out and I made it out with a decent GPA. But the point of telling you guys that is like my husband and I were like on two totally different like spectrums of school and we probably wouldn't have met otherwise. So but anyway, nonetheless, when I moved back home to South Carolina, I actually reached out to him and I was asking him about churches that I could attend in the area because we actually I moved to the city that he was living in. So we grabbed something to eat to catch up. And after that meeting or whatever, I called my mom. I was like, hey, yeah, I met with Ben. You guys know my husband's name. Um, I met with Ben. Um, He's actually pretty cool, not the nerd that I remember from college. (laughs) And she was like, you know that could be be your husband. I was like, nah, uh uh-uh friend zone, friend zone strong. So when I put somebody in the friend zone, like they are permanently in the friend zone. So for her to say that, I was like, uh, no, not going to give it a chance. But somehow she convinced me like, you know, you need to give him a chance. And now we're happily married. So I guess you could say that my mom was somewhat a part of our story of getting married. So I listened to her. She was right. Like, she was absolutely right about him and um, suggesting that, look, you need to give him a chance. Now, on the flip side of that, I wish I had listened to her when she told me about these other people that I should have stayed away from. But um, seriously, that was just, like, really one instance of her giving me wisdom and wise discernment. Um, and I can honestly say that she's probably been right about everything and I just should have listened. So that was my lesson number one. Like my mom has been right about everything. So definitely let me know if you feel the same. Was your mom right about everything and you've just been in denial about it? All right, lesson number two. So the second lesson that I've learned Throughout, I would say throughout my 20s, early 20s, and especially now that I'm 30, is that some friendships evolve while others dissolve. So I'll say that again because I know this is a hot phrase. So if you quote it, make sure you like give me credit for it. But some friendships evolve while others dissolve. And I think I fully learned this lesson when I got married, and or I was getting married, And I was sending out invitations for the wedding. Like, honestly, looking back, I probably could have cut a hundred or so people um, that were invited to our wedding. Because, quite frankly, the friendship had dissolved. And their invitation was more of a formality than anything else. So, listen, like the postage, the headache, the logistics of it all. Like, I really could have saved myself all of that headache and money um, had I just realized that, you know what, some friendships dissolve or some friendships evolve. Um, And if I'm honest, I think that I really wanted to have this huge group of friends. um, And I say that in air quotes, but I really wanted to have this group of friends there. When in reality, um, my husband and I both have very small circles and we're okay with that. So instead of admitting that these friendships had dissolved, And quite honestly, I probably hadn't talked to some of these people in years. We wasted money on invitations and postage and even food for the people who actually did show up just to be nice and invite them because of a friendship that we once had. As I've gotten older, I've come to accept that those friendships do dissolve. And I realized that at this point in my life, I need a different kind of support and tribe around me Um, as I progress through life. You know, my friends now look completely different from the friends that I had 10 years ago, and they should. You know, unless you're progressing and growing at the same life pace as your squad, you will start to see some of those relationships dissolving and new ones forming as well. Now, my friends 10 years ago were not praying for me. They were not questioning if I had sought God about decisions that I'm making. They were not making sure that I was living up to a godly standard. And quite frankly, neither was I. So we were all at that stage in life where, you know, we weren't looking for that. But now... You know that I've grown and progressed those are the type of people that I want to surround myself with those people who are praying for me those people who are making sure um, that I'm on the right track that they are holding me accountable. So as you grow you'll learn that some friendships just dissolve and some of them will evolve and you just have to be okay with that. Now don't get me wrong. I still do have some friends that I've had for years. Like some of my friends still from high school. Very few, but you know I still have those friends from high school and and honestly like if you look on the favorites on my caller list on like my um uh, my contacts, literally I think that that really hasn't changed since maybe 2008 with the exception of like dropping off some people and adding my husband. So those core people have stayed the same. If you feel like you're in a life phase where your friendships are beginning to dissolve, just know that that's completely normal. That is absolutely normal as you grow and progress. You're going to lose people. Some, some friendships will evolve while others will dissolve. You just have to be okay with that and know that there's really no hard feelings towards those people. Um, but you have to change your circle as your life progresses. And you just got to forget what Drake said. Like There are new friends. You will have to make new friends as you progress through life. The third lesson that I learned is that life is longer than you think, but shorter than you realize. I'll say that one again because I think that one was dope too. So of course, give me credit now. Life is longer than you think, but shorter than you realize. So here's what I mean by that. As I celebrate 30 years, I realize that I'm just at the beginning. Like I sat back one day and I just thought to myself, like, I am like in my prime. Things are going right. Things are flowing. Like, I'm sure in who I am. I know what I believe. I know what I want to accomplish. Like, things are popping off right now. So, I'm realizing, like, I'm just in the beginning. And when I talk to my 86 year old grandmother on the phone, and she's still short, sharp and witty as ever, like, I'm 30, she's 86, and she's still like, sharp as ever. So it makes me realize how much further I have to go. I like, I'm really just getting started. And God willing, I have many, many more decades of life ahead of me. I realize that life doesn't have to be a rush. And I really can't just stop and smell the roses, so to speak, and enjoy my youth. Somehow, though, we've gotten to this thought that we've got to rush to do life. Like, we've got to graduate by a certain age. we got to get married by a certain age. We have to buy a house, have kids. All these things that we're in such a rush to do, yet life is really much longer than we think it is. All at the same time, life is short. So, literally, in comparison to eternity, life is like a blink of an eye. And the days pass very quickly if you haven't realized so we got to really make the most out of every opportunity. One of my favorite scriptures that propels me is Ephesians chapter 5 verses 15 through 16 and it says, "Be careful, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil." To me that really tells me that I really can't afford to waste my time and my life on things that don't have value. You know, I believe that I have to be wise in all of my dealings and to really be a good steward of my time. And I've learned to be more intentional about how I spend it, how I exert my energy, because the days are just too short and there's too much kingdom work to be done for me to waste it. And the last thing that I want to do is wake up 30 years from now, not having accomplished any dream that I had having not used any of my gifts or talents, and having wasted my youth on being mediocre and lazy. That is absolutely not going to happen. So I really am going to take my time and enjoy life. I am going to travel often. I'm going to eat well. I'm going to buy nice things. But I'm also going to be aware that I only have just one minute, only 60 seconds in it, forced upon me, can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it. But it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it, give account if I abuse it. Just a tiny little minute, but eternity is in it. So shout out to Dr. Benjamin E. Mays for that poem. And reminding me that although life is longer than I think it is, it really is shorter than I realize. Okay, so I actually have one more. So consider it a bonus, like a birthday bonus, so to speak. Um, and my bonus lesson number four is god is faithful and it didn't take me 30 years to realize this i realized this when they were stabbing people in the club when i was in college and i did not get injured or hit or when the 18 wheeler switched lanes when i was driving around durham and houston and i was left untouched or when i saw my dad outlive the doctor's prognosis I've seen it through many, many answered prayers. And even this podcast is a sheer testament to God's faithfulness. If you want to get me started, and by started, I mean like full out, crying, laying on the floor like a baby. Play, play the hymn, Great Is Thy Faithfulness, because that is my testimony. You know, some people have a testimony of God healed me of this or God provided for me in this way. I know that God has been faithful in my life. Everything that I've needed, God has provided. He's kept me. He's answered every prayer in the manner that it needed to be answered. So I know that God is faithful. And so honestly, I really don't know what else to say about this point. I just reflect on the times when I felt like my life was falling apart. If you've read my book, They That Wait, you've seen or read some of that testimony where I literally felt like my life was at rock bottom. But I can always look back on that experience and many others and see where God's hand was in it all, working things together for my good. So, yeah, God is faithful. And that's the lesson that I've learned over the past 30 years. So those are my four major life lessons that I've learned over the past 30 years. Leave me a comment and let me know some of the greatest life lessons that you've learned and let me know if any of the ones that I've shared with you actually resonate with you like is your mom or has your mom been right about everything have you seen your friends evolve and while others dissolve and um tell me a, a, you know, story where God has been faithful. Yeah. I want to hear, let me know what have been your greatest life lesson. All right. That's it guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Girl Talk With Foe. To make sure that you never miss an episode, head on over to girltalkwithfoe.com forward slash VIP to sign up to be a part of my VIP squad. You'll get posts directly to your inbox along with exclusive deals and access to my private Facebook community. Don't forget to catch me on social media. I'm at Girl Talk with Foe on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. Talk to you in the next episode.